hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. My name is Danielle, and I'm here today with my friend Kira. Um, and before we get going into her episodes, just a couple of housekeeping things, I guess. Um, I started an anti-MLM support Facebook, nope, not a Facebook group, a Discord channel. Um, and I will link that in the show notes. So if you want to join, um, feel free. It's very, very new. It's very, very inactive at this point. Like there, there's a couple people in there, but I don't think people really know what to do with the space yet because no one's really talking, but, um, it's cool because everything is organized. So like there's a channel for memes, there's a channel for advice, there's a channel to vent, there's a channel for like asking questions about how to leave your MLM. Um, there's a channel to tell, talk about your story. So like, there's like a lot of organization versus a Facebook group where, um, you know, everything is just all over the place and it's hard to find information that has already been repeated over and over again. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And also I really want to not be on Facebook as much which was part of why I wanted to create this space because I know that there are a lot of other people that don't want to be on Facebook as much. So yeah, Um, if you want to be on the podcast, I am booking into January right now. Um, So you can email me at fromhunstohumans at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at fromhunstohumans and there are little like underscores in between each word on Instagram. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Or you can find my Discord page and you can ask me on there. (laughs) So anyways, Kira um, was in Usborn Books and also she is one of my friends from college and I actually tried to sell multiple products to her. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, I'm sure that it will be a hard conversation on my end. But it's a conversation that needs to be had because, like, why not? All right. Do you want to kind of talk about your first experiences with MLM and, like, how that all went? Yeah. So it's funny because um, I really didn't even know what an MLM was or, like, even, like, a pyramid scheme. Like, I had heard pyramid scheme, like, the phrase before, um, like, a long time ago, but, like, literally didn't understand it. And then same with MLM. Um until like 
really recently, like pretty much like when you started sharing stuff about it, I was like, oh, what is this? And like, I thought the LuLaRoe, like I was listening to Roberta Blevins podcast that you had originally shared. And I was like, what? Like all of this, I was just like, oh my God, like I had no idea that this was even like a thing. And then, so when I started thinking about it, I was like, wow, I've actually had like a lot of encounters with MLMs since like, I think even when I was little, I remember, um, we would order from LTD catalogs, which like, I literally just found out from your last episode, like is part of Amway apparently. So like, we didn't buy it from anyone. Like it was like a catalog would come to our house. So I don't really even know how that worked, but, um, that was like my first encounter, I guess. Um, but then when I was in high school, I worked at a restaurant and I think one of the waitresses, like her sister sold Avon or something. And she would just like leave a catalog in the kitchen at work. And like people who wanted something would write down what they wanted. And I don't even think I ever ordered, but I like loved flipping through the magazine and being like, oh, look at this lip gloss, even though like I literally didn't wear makeup and like, I don't know, but there was like this weird like, through the yeah, like, I don't know why. Cause everything was like kind of overpriced. And like, I was working like a minimum wage job in the kitchen, like, but people would write on the wall, like, oh, I'm getting like this product in this color. And like, I would be like, that's kind of cool. Like maybe I should order something, but like, I, I don't think I ever did, but so there was like that weird pressure, but that was like 2007, 2008. So like before social media, like took on the life that it has now. Um, yeah. so then when I was in college, I don't remember who it was, but one of my roommates, like, and I don't remember like how they even got this, but like somebody had a Mary Kay party and it was like in our dorm room like in um, the apartments and this lady came and like did like a makeup tutorial thing. Like we all had these like mini makeup kits and she like showed us how to put it all on. And she was, she must've been really high up. Cause she was like, yeah, like I have like the pink car and like whatever. And she, so she was like trying to get us to like sign up under her. And I was like a pink car. Oh my God. Like that <laughs> pink is my color. So I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. But then I was like, oh, it costs like how much to join? Like I have no money. I'm in college. So that was pretty much the end of that. And I don't even know if I ordered any, I probably ordered something. Cause I always, I'm like the type of person that like, if I go into a store, I have to buy something. So they don't like think I stole something yeah. or like, so I don't feel awkward. Like just looking around and then being like, I'm good. Cause I don't want them to be offended that I like, don't like their stuff. So I'm sure I bought something. <laughs> I feel like that was, that is like the de- like definition of like my relationship with MLMs is like, I had a ton of friends who had a ton of parties, but they weren't consultants. It was like just their party, like that they were like the host or whatever. So like, I'm trying to think of all of them. There was just so many like Sensi, LuLaRoe, Party Light, 31, Color Street. Um, I made like a list because I literally was like, there's so many that I was thinking of. Um, oh, Rodin and Fields. And then there was this like bracelet company. And I have not heard you mention this and like no one else has, but like, I just remember like they were these like leather like thin bracelets and then you would buy like so you would buy the bracelet then you had to buy these like beads that like they slid onto the leather and like it was like letters so like I had one that was like L and C for like Leo and Kira and I was like oh my god like so cute but like I think it was kind of expensive and it was like I mean just a crappy like bracelet 
Um, I can't remember what it was called. I want to say it was like keepsake bracelets or like something like that, but I'll have to look it up because I don't remember what it was called, but I like do remember the bracelet and I actually had it for a long time. Um, but yeah, like I just, I feel like I had so many friends, like a lot of different friends who would host parties. And then I had one friend who like, she just always was like selling something, but that's how I thought of it. Like, I didn't realize it was an MLM. Like I didn't even know what that meant. So I was like, Oh, like she's just always selling things. Like that's like her side business. So like I would buy things cause I felt bad and like wanted to support her. Um, and yeah, so that was like, I was just always like going to little parties and whatever, but then, um, one of like the weirdest MLM interactions I've ever had was I would, I went to this craft fair and it's, it's like, now I don't understand like why MLM people are like at craft fairs. So I'm like, it's not a craft. Like, what it's are you doing? The worst. <laughs> there was like a pampered chef person, <laughs> and, which I was like, really definitely not a craft, but okay. But I didn't really understand like I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but there was this raffle at her table that was like, enter to win a cooking demo. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, I wonder what that is. And I like put my name in. Oh yeah. my God. No. So every person that put their yes. name in there got contacted for a cooking demo, <laughs> that is which was actually a party. Yeah. <laughs> and of course I was like too awkward to be like, oh, like, I didn't think that's what this was. No, thanks. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm <laughs> I, I can't remember I think I was like I was definitely out of college because like I know I was um at the craft fair with um Leo at the time so I mean it wasn't that long ago maybe six years ago and I was like okay well I guess we're having this pampered chef party which like whatever like my I knew that my mom wouldn't mind like having we had it at my mom's house and like all my aunts and cousins came and everybody loves to cook so like I definitely got a lot of free product out of it but I just remember like she did the cooking demo and then we got to like try the food and like the cooking demo was like to show off the products that she was using or whatever, like the pan, I don't know, excuse me. And, um, then she like whips out this like fold up like paper thing and it like falls to the ground, like a cartoon. And she's like, so here's the information about my business. (laughs) And I also had no idea who this lady was because like, she was literally just from a craft fair. Yeah. So she's just standing in my dining or in my mom's like living room and everybody's just like, what is going on? <laughs> and like, no one said anything. And she was just like, so yeah, if anybody has any questions afterwards, just like, let me know. And everyone was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously nothing came of that, but then my cousin ended up hosting a party. So now it's been like, I don't know, six, seven years. I still get messages from this lady on Facebook being like, Hey, just wondering if you want to like rally up your family again for another party. And I'm like, it's been like seven years. Like, (laughs) why? (laughs) But yeah, like looking back, I'm like, we all won like quote unquote this party and like, didn't realize, but I was like, cause I was like, Oh my God, I won. But yeah. So that was like hilarious to me once I like kind of learned more about MLMs. <laughs> That's um, really funny. It was so funny. Like I think about it all the time and I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> what a strategy though. Cause suckers like me who are like, okay, I guess I'll have your party. Yeah. And I'm sure you got more out of that. Um, <clears throat> so then we can enter the LuLaRoe stage of everyone's life. And I was like, I feel like I was just such a consumer of like all these MLMs. Like I literally spent like thousands of dollars on LuLaRoe. Like I would be like on my phone constantly being like, oh, this person's going live. Like what if they have 
like leggings that I want, which like, what? Like, it was just this weird, like, I was really fixated on like getting a cool print and like being like, I got it first. Like I said, sold before that person did or whatever. Cause like you would have to comment and say it's sold number 41 or whatever. And then they like banned saying sold like Facebook would like flag things. If you write, if you commented sold. So then they had changed it and they were like, now you have to comment like hashtag mine or something like, because they were like having so many comments saying sold it like the whole Lularo thing, just like it was so wild. <laughs> I can totally see why you were like all in on LuLaRoe too, because you're like fashion sense, like mm-hmm. not in like the tacky sense of LuLaRoe, like at yeah. all. Like some of those prints are terrible, but like you yeah. love like bright loud colors yeah. and you like patterns and mm-hmm. like. And there was fun stuff. Like I remember seeing like ballerina slippers. So I was like, I really yeah. want that pair. And like, I would go like to people's houses that I didn't know that were like, oh, I'm having a LuLaRoe party. Like all, all are welcome, like open to the public. And I would, li- I, I went to like a couple of them and would be like, what do you have? But then they wouldn't have what I wanted. Like I was like looking for specific ones. And then I'd be like, well, now I feel awkward. So now I have to buy something right. so that I would like buy something, which obviously the leggings were the cheapest thing. And those were still $25. Like yeah. that's not cheap. So yeah, that was just like. I don't know. Wild. Did you get and any of the leggings that like <laughs> fell apart? I did have one pair, um, which like, I don't know how I only had one, but like, I think because I, I kind of like stopped buying leggings, um, after a while. Cause I was like, I just have so many. And like, I shifted more to buying like the dresses. Um, mm-hmm. but I had one pair and it was the Christmas cupcakes and I wore them one time and I went to the carousel in my town and I got up onto a horse and it ripped right on my butt. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was wearing them as pants. So like, I had to like wrap a sweatshirt around myself. Like I was just like, Oh my God. And I don't even remember like who I had bought them from, but like, I know that nothing was done about it. Like they were just like, Oh no, sorry. (laughs) And like, that was it. And I was just like, okay, like, I guess I'm out $25 and like, whatever. I don't know. I guess I wasn't like that upset about it. Cause I had 8,000 other leggings, but yeah, that was the one pair that I had that like, it literally was just so thin. And I was just like, how did that even happen? Like it wasn't on a seam or anything. Like, I don't know. So that was obviously like towards the end, I think when they started having all of those issues, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so LuLaRoe, like I, I did consider joining because I was like, yeah, like, cause then I could get the big like shipment. And what if there's like a cool print? Like what? I was going to spend like $7,000 to like maybe get a cool print what but like because it was just like the thing to do right so like me and my husband like went to this there was like a woman in our town who was like I think really really high up like she ended up like quitting her full-time job for a while and like she had like a huge downline and thankfully she this was like right when the um like guaranteed buyback thing came out and so Mm -hmm. we were like oh then we might as well just do it because like if we don't like doing it we can just send them all back which thank god because then they obviously canceled that but she was like, well, like it's really saturated around here. Like there's a lot of people selling it. So like, I mean, you guys can definitely sign up under me, but like, you should definitely have some kind of plan of like how you're going to sell these leggings because like, we are kind of Lula road out in this town. And I'm like, that's shocked. really good that she said that to you. Like that's unheard of. I've never yeah. heard anyone say that somebody told them that it was saturated because that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Like I was like, like, I, like she's such a great person. And like, she's another person who's like always in an MLM, but like, 
like it's like you always say like she like she and so many other people are like they're not preying on other people on purpose yeah and like that is like a clear example like she literally was like you shouldn't yeah <laughs> and I was just so then we didn't end up doing it because we were like yeah like I don't really want to like sell it online or whatever like so we just that was the end of it and I was I'm like so grateful looking back that like she didn't try to convince us into doing it because when you really think about how much went into like the Lularo business it was like you couldn't just have like bins of clothes like people had like racks and like the little tags and then like the sold stickers and like just so much and I'm just like oh my god that would have been awful and that was like when Lularo was like super it was like it, it like pretty much went out of style like a few months after that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that's when all the bad leggings started and then people just yes. stopped buying it. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's so much that goes into LuLaRoe plus the packaging, like you have to yeah. buy all your own packaging and then people bought like, uh, like label makers and stuff to like ship. Yes. And also like, I know the, the lady that I would buy from a lot, she would, I don't know if she like, I guess she must've made these, but like, she would have business cards and like, thank you cards and like, whatever, like personalized to her, but like with LuLaRoe on it, but she also had these like scratch ticket things. And like, she must've made them herself. Cause like, I don't think, I don't think LuLaRoe like provided anything. No. Like, I don't think any of the MLMs do, but like, no. it was like, you would get a scratch ticket thing and you would scratch it off. And like, sometimes it would just be like, off your next order, but sometimes it would be like $25 or like a free pair of leggings, but it's like, that's just coming out of her pocket. So like, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, and so, um, well, actually I'll kind of relate that to when I get to us born, which I'm still not at yet because this journey is so long when I really started thinking about it. Um, so the one other MLM before us born and like that experience was beach body, oh. which I, I guess like a long time ago when it was just the DVDs, mm-hmm. um, I did like, I don't remember which one it was, but like, I forget what they're called. I did one of the DVDs and I liked it and stuff and was like, this is cool. And like me and my brother did it. Um, but then I joined like a group on, I think it was through Instagram maybe that I like saw this um you we were in the same group right yeah Yeah. and it was like right from the beginning of that group like I was like one of the first people in and I just remember being like okay like these workouts are pretty fun like I there was like dance ones and like we were like recently out of college and like so I wasn't really dancing anymore and I was kind of like okay this is like pretty fun but like it was always like oh like I'm gonna help you reach your goals and do this that and the other thing but like I always just felt weird about it because I was like help me with what goals? Like, I don't know. Like I really didn't have, like, I am like probably one of the very few people that like, I don't like obsess over like food and weight and working out and stuff. So like, I didn't really have any goals and I was just kind of like, I'm just like trying to work out because it's just like a thing to do. And so I didn't really love Beachbody because I, I prefer like, like I more go to the gym because I'm like, I want to be with other people. Yeah. And like, I wasn't with anyone. Like the Facebook group just wasn't enough for me. Um, and I also only drink water. So like, I never got involved in like the shakes or the pre-workout. So it was just kind of like, I just like faded away from that. I feel like, and I didn't like really have any like big negative experience with it, but I was just kind of like, eh, I'm like over it. So I know that like you and Nick like had a negative experience. And I think that was after I had already like left the group. Um, but 
Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't have like do a, a podcast about it eventually. So I'm sure once you yeah. hear it, your jaws gonna. <laughs> I know you. You've told me like a couple little things about it because I was like, wait, what? But yeah. Yeah. I just kind of faded away because it was just like not for me. But I know that like a lot of people like the workouts. Um, but yeah, okay. So Usborn, which they they make like a big deal. Like it's called Usborn Books and More. Like you, Bam. Don't call it Usborn. Um, which whatever, but so I got added to a group for a party. Um, and I was like, great. Like I love kids books. Cause I have like a huge library in my classroom. Um, I was teaching third grade at the time and I was like super into nonfiction books at the time. And so were the kids in my class. So I was like, wow, these are actually like really, really awesome books. Like I really like them a lot, but they were kind of expensive. So I, I think I bought like a couple from my friend's party, but like as the party was going and this was when this is like re- recently, like maybe three or four years ago. And so like when, when Facebook parties became a thing. And so like, I didn't know, cause this is my first one going to, but like they are following a script and being like, interact with all these posts to like get a point towards winning like a prize. And so like, I'm super competitive. So I was like, I'm going to comment on every post. I'm going to message her. I'm going to like, like everything and like play every game and whatever. So then, you know, little did I know that was obviously like her way of, well, and all of their way of seeing like, who's interacting the most. That's who I'm going to like, try to get to join my team. And that's exactly what happened. And I think I won whatever it was, was like 10% off your order or something like that. And then one of the things was like a game was like for every question you ask me about being a quote unquote book lady, which I was like, please stop. Um, you get a point. So I kept asking questions cause I was like, okay, like I really just want the discount. So I, cause I, I want these books, but like they're expensive. So I was like, okay, like, do you have to reach a quota every month? Nope. Okay. Do you have to, I don't even know. Like I just kept asking questions, like trying to find like a, a catch and there really wasn't one. Like I think, I think I paid like $150 to, to join, but like you got a huge box of books that were like worth more than $150 for sure. So like, I didn't really mind that. Um, and then like, you just, you like, I don't know, like you didn't really have to, you didn't have to maintain anything. So I was just like, okay, like I'm just going to do it so I can get the 25% off discount. So I join and like, she, had me join I like I don't know her upline was like okay you're gonna join under this person or whatever like shuffling people around as I now understand um and I really just never talked to that consultant again because then I had my like quote-unquote mentor and that's what um they were called and she like was super nice and stuff and like I know that she still sells and I'm still in like some of the groups um but she she got me all set up. And then she was like trying to push me to have my launch party like really quickly because there was, it was something, it was in like November and it was something like there was going to be a different party that everyone was going to do in December. So she was like, you should definitely do your launch party before that and blah, blah, blah. And I was just kind of like, okay. Like I also like, don't really care at all about having a launch party. Cause like, I don't care about selling this. Like I'm literally just doing it for the discount. I don't want to make money off of this, but I was like, okay, sure. I'll have the party. So then she was like texting me and I was in Disney world and she's sending, cause I, I went for Thanksgiving and she was like sending me all these messages like, oh, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. And I was like kind of blowing her off. Cause I was like, I'm in Disney world. Like yeah. and it was my birthday like a week ago. Like, no. So like, whatever, it was fine. I'm glad that I like 
didn't take it that seriously because I was just kind of like no like I'm in Disney with my husband like we're having fun so I have my launch party and I sold like $800 worth of product. So I made like $200. Um, plus then you make like a certain amount of money that you can like use to get 50% off of like additional books. So I really did end up like, because it was products that I specifically would have bought anyway. Like I do think that was worth it because I made, I made like, I didn't necessarily make money, but like I got all of the things that I wanted out of it. Um, But then it was like, okay, now you are going to do like these other parties. And I was like, I don't want to have people like host a party. Like, I don't want to like sell to random people. Like, this is embarrassing. And I like, just didn't like it. Cause I was like, this is weird. And like, I don't know, but I still did it. Your cognitive dissonance was showing. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was just like, this is so awkward. Like, I don't know. Like I already am like so weird about talking to people. Cause I'm just like, I'm embarrassing and awkward. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I, always, like I like panic about what I'm going to say or like whatever. So whatever, I still did it. And I, I think I had maybe like three parties or something that like other people had. And like, I pretty much sold nothing because like, I didn't put any work into it because I was like, this is weird. I am not going to do it. And you're like, buy my books. Okay. Bye. Now, oh, you're not going to. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> like I literally didn't care, but my upline, I think she was like, wow, like her launch party was amazing. Like, which it was like, I sold so much. So like, I think she thought like, yes, she's going to be a great like seller, but really it was just like, no, I just have a huge family who has like lots of kids. So like they just bought something to be nice, which whatever. But so, yeah, I have a couple parties and I'm like in all these groups and one of them was like, was like, they were called like the book bosses or something. I don't even know. And they would like, one was like, you would ask questions like, oh, this customer is like asking about a seven-year-old who likes trains. And like, then other people would be like, here's some books that they might like. And I'm like, this is the weirdest group. Like you don't know the product at all. So, and you're trying to sell it. So like, because you don't know the product, you have to like refer to this group and be like, who knows what books have trucks in them or whatever. And like, I would get so annoyed because it would be like the same questions over and over again. And I would be like, if you really need to know, go into the group and search trucks. Like, and you can see all the old posts. Like, I don't understand why the same questions keep getting asked. So I would like mute it. And I was just like, this is stupid. Um, And then there was another group that was like the party templates. And it would be like, here's what you need to follow when you have the party. So like, you weren't allowed to create your own graphics or any, well, you could, but they had to follow like the colors and like the, whatever the was up to date for you, bam. And then they would be like, that's an old graphic. You can't use that one, whatever. So I never like made any, they would, I would just like save the template to my computer and be like, here, these can post. But I didn't like, like what, when I pretty much was like, okay, I'm like done with this was I just felt like I was putting in so much effort and like for nothing because the website was so hard to navigate that people like couldn't find books for themselves. So like I would have to make a wish list for each person in a party who I pretty much didn't know. I would just be like, what's the age and interests of your kids? So if you were like, okay, like eight-year-old who likes mermaids, I would like make a wish list with like a few books about mermaids, but like I'm sure that if you just browsed through a bookstore, you'd find lots of other books, not about mermaids that you would like, but like the, the site was so confusing. So I was making a wish list for every single person and being like, okay, like, here you go. And then like, they wouldn't order anything. And I was like, I am spending so much time on these wish lists. And like, I was like proud of them. Like, I was like, I would love this book. Like this would be perfect. I was like thinking of kids in my class and like, they would love this, but like, it just was not translating to like people buying them. Cause they were kind of expensive. Right. Um, 
How much were books? Um, so like some of the really cool ones that had like lift the flaps and stuff like that were like 15, which, so like, they're not like super, super expensive, but like for a teacher or like a parent, like, I don't know, like, I don't have that much disposable income to like Mm -hmm. buy a bunch of books that price when like, I could just buy a bunch of books from Scholastic for like a dollar. Right. So it was like, the quality is there. I will say that like the books are really, really nice books. And like, you'll see them in like um, museums and stuff. Like they'll have like aquariums. We'll have like books about like the ocean or like sharks. Like they have a lot of nonfiction um, and they're like interactive where there's like flaps and spinners and stuff like that. And so they are really cool, but like, it's just not realistic. And then there was like shipping like, which I don't know why, but like people and myself specifically, like, I'm always like $5.95 for shipping. I don't think so. Like I'll spend <laughs> $85. So I get free shipping. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, then it would be like, people would be like, okay, I'm just going to be nice and buy this like $5 mini book, which is like a teeny tiny book. And then it would be like $6 shipping. Right. So then they'd be like, I'm not buying anything. Yeah. So yeah, they were, they were pretty expensive. Um, but also, so then we were encouraged to like you, you, well, it was part of the template that you were supposed to post. It was like interact and then you get a prize. And like the prize was that we would like send people a free book from our personal like stuff. So my upline originally sent me like two mini books, I think for my launch party. And then these like stupid dry erase flashcards that were like a runner up prize. And they were like, doodle flashcards like they were fun and stuff but I was like what kind of prize is that so then of course like similar to what we've talked about and we'll get into the whole plexus thing like I was just trying to be nice and be like I want somebody (laughs) to win a cool book so of course I'm like I'm not sending them a mini book like I'm sending them a nice book and so I like send them this like $7.99 like hardcover book and I have to pay for like five dollars shipping instead of like a teeny tiny book that's like light as a feather So then I'm like, okay, I just like spent all this money. And like that person literally only bought one book. So like, and again, like I did not go into it trying to earn money. But then once I was in, I was like, well, now I feel like I'm supposed to be earning money. So like, then it was like this weird conflict um, inside of me being like, you only did this for the discount and that's what you're getting. But then I found out the discount is actually not really a discount because you basically just buy whatever books you want at cost. And then you get the 25% quote unquote discount was your commission, like your paycheck that you are being taxed on. What the heck? Yeah. (laughs) So like, what? Like, it's just not, it's not a discount. Like, no. and then they'd be like, oh, you can offer people a discount at like, if somebody hasn't ordered and you're like about to close out the party, offer them 10% off their purchase. And then you can just reimburse them through Venmo with your own money. Like what? Like when I think about all this, like, and I never did it. Cause I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But yeah. like, I'm sure people were like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like that'll, that'll get a purchase. But it's, I was like, I don't care if they buy something. So whatever. But, um, but the, yeah, like when I think about all the weird things that they did, like that was one of them. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like when I think back, I'm just like, there are so many weird things that like, oh, in one of the groups, um, there was, it was with the templates and it was, and somebody put up this like texting conversation that they had had with a customer basically being like, Hey, like, I think you'd be an awesome host. Do you want to have a party? And the person was like, I don't think so. I'm really busy right now. Blah, blah, blah. Like, but like, didn't say no. Cause they were just trying to be nice. So they're like, I'm just busy. And then the person was like, Oh, well, like I have, um, you know, these two dates available and 
you don't even really have to do that much work. Like you pretty much, I'll send you the message and you just forward it to everybody that you want to invite. And they were like, no, like I just have a lot going on. And like, I don't think that I would be very good at it. And they were like, no, you'd be great at it. And like, they just, so it was just like this exchange back and forth. And I'm not even kidding. It was like 10 times the person like indirectly was saying no. And then finally was like, okay, sure. And like, was going to have the party. And so the person posting it, who was like the consultant was like, see, like you can always turn a maybe into a yes. Like just keep rephrasing the question, keep asking. And like, I was just like, that is so embarrassing. Oh my God. Like, why would you ask so many times? Like the person is very clearly trying to say no. Like, oh my gosh. So that is actually something I learned from that experience was whenever somebody from an MLM would be like, like again, before I knew that MLMs were what they were, um, like I would be asked, Hey, do you want to have a beauty counter party? And like, I would just be like, no, thanks, but I wish you luck <laughs> because I was like that way. Like I'm saying no. Yeah. And there's no, Cause I always think of that conversation and being like, if I say like, not right now, they're going to be like, Oh, I'm going to ask her again in like two weeks and see. Yeah. So I'm just no, thank you, but best of luck. <laughs> yeah. So that way I didn't like, didn't have to have a conflict, but I was just like, no. Um, but yeah, so then I pretty much after, I think it was like six months, I found out that then you do have to pay to be part of it. And it was only $8 a month. So it wasn't like crazy expensive, but like, but it adds it, up. like it does add up. And especially like, I really was not active. So like, if I was doing it for the discount at that point, my $8 is basically canceling out any discount. Cause like, I'm not ordering books every single month anyway. Right. So I just was like, all right, I'm just like letting this close out. Like, I don't even want to do this anymore. And for a while, my upline would just message me and be like, Hey girl, like just wanted to know if you like wanted in and like, you could reactivate your account. And like, you know, we're going to be doing this really cool party in December. And like, I would just be like, okay, yeah, sure. Like add me to the group. And then I would like see it. And I'll be like, no, like I'm not reactivating for this. So pretty much much just faded away from that um completely at that point yeah and then a relative of mine started selling monate and yeah (laughs) and she still sells it actually and like I love her to death and I know that like it's just like the Kool-Aid when you get into it but yeah I was trying to be supportive didn't know anything about it and I was like cool yep I'll order some shampoo and I did and I also like it was something like join up join to be I don't know, like a VIP or something like yeah. that. You had to pay whatever to, to be it, but then you got like free shipping. And I was like, all right, sure, whatever. Like, I'll just do it. So then I get this shampoo and I'm using it and I'm like, my hair is disgusting. Like what's going on? Oh, it's detoxing, which now we know is like not a thing. And <laughs> then I started having an allergic reaction to it. And I literally had like open sores all over my head. And I was like, this has to be from the shampoo. Like I have not ever had this happen. So I stopped using it and it healed, um, not quickly, but it healed then come to find out my mom was like, Oh my God, me too. And then like this other lady that we know was like, Oh my God, me too. And like, we all had had this like allergic reaction and like, I'm pretty sensitive to like, um, different like products like that. So I I guess I was like, not that surprised, but like, it was really bad. I've never had a reaction like that. That sounds more like a chemical burn than it definitely was. It had to have been, it was so bad. Like it was literally like bloody, like wounds. Like I was just like, Oh my God. It was awful. So, but then of course, like I was on this VIP thing. So it was like auto ship every, Mm -hmm. I think three months maybe. And so my aunt would be like, Oh, like, do you want to like push it out? Or do you want me to like order it? And I was like, 
Yeah, I think I'm actually like all set. Like I had like a pretty bad reaction to the shampoo. So like, I'm not gonna like buy anymore. And like her, she took it like very personally. And obviously like, I understand why, like, cause she yeah. like thinks that she has like a business and whatever, but, um, she was like, well, just try a different one. And I was kind of like, I'm not spending $50 on like a different shampoo when I just had this like chemical burn. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's like a different version of the shampoo is going to work, but I was like, no, that's okay. Like I, maybe later, like maybe another time. And she had also given me like a bunch of samples and one was like some oil that you could use. And like, I had really bad acne at the time and I like used it on my face and like, it did help um, a little bit, I think, but I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like everything I would try for acne, like would work for like a week. And I would be like, it's, or I don't even know if it would, but I would be like, it's working. Like, this is amazing. And then I was like, this is a placebo. Like I just want it to work so bad. Yeah. So I don't even really know if it worked, but it definitely didn't burn me. So that was good. But So then I couldn't get out of this VIP thing because it was like, you couldn't cancel being a VIP unless you had made three purchases and I had only ever made the one purchase. So I just had to keep logging in and pushing out my auto ship. And like, finally I was like, can I please just cancel this? And they were like, yes, but it costs $25 to cancel. And I was like, what? Like I had an allergic reaction to your shampoo and you're going to make me pay to like not buy it again but whatever. So finally I was just like, I don't want to have to keep logging in and like for the rest of my life to cancel yeah. this. So I was like, okay, <laughs> just cancel it. Like here's the $25. Um, oh, but also pr- at the very beginning, before I had even purchased any, my relative was like, you should sign up as a market partner and you can sell it too. And I was like, I don't know. And she was definitely like one of the first people around here that like where I live to mm-hmm. sell it. And I actually, I, I don't even really know anyone else who does around here, but um, I was like, well, I haven't like used any of the products yet. So like, I don't really know if I should be selling something that I like, don't even know if I like. And she was like, but you will. And I was like, okay. Like, I mean, yeah, like, I hope I like it because like, I want to support you, but like, no. <laughs> and then she was like, well, I'll pay for half of the, like, um, co- the startup cost. Like it's, it's on like a really good deal right now. Like, anyway, it's only like a hundred dollars and you get all these products. And I was like, but I don't need the products because I only need one thing of shampoo. Which let me just like pause for a second because I understand, like, I understand how lucky I am that I was like thinking that way in all of these situations of being yeah. like, I don't, I don't need all this stuff though. Because I'm like a pretty, somebody else on your podcast was like, I'm pretty easily like convinced of things. Yeah. And I am like, I, I feel like I really am. But for some reason, like when it came to like, but you have to spend all this money on it, I was just like, no, because I'm like pretty protective of my money. Like, I, have always worked like multiple jobs and like always wanted to like make sure that I had enough money, but like I knew that like owning a business or like whatever, quote unquote, right. not really a business was a risk. And so like, I just wasn't really ever willing to take it. So like, that's why the only one I ever did sign up for was Usborn. Cause like I knew I wanted the product. Right. Um, but yeah, so I obviously didn't end up signing up, but now that I've heard multiple podcasts from you, I'm like, Oh, her upline was probably like, just offer to pay half. Cause then like, she'll earn you like points or, or money or whatever. Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, like I said, I hold no hard feelings to her about that at all, but like, I just think it's funny. Like when I hear things and I'm like, wow, like I go back to like things yeah. that have happened and I'm like, that's exactly what was going on there. Um, but yeah, so that's, then that was the end of my Monet or Monate, um, experience. Um, and I kind of switched over actually at that point to beauty counter, um, which again, all this time, I have no clue what an MLM or a pyramid scheme is through any of this. <laughs> and I didn't understand that like a consultant was like, 
basically like being exploited by like a company. Yeah. Well then beauty counter, like I've, I've always like struggled with my skin. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like this seems like clean beauty. Like this has got to be better than like the stuff I'm using. And I will say like the best products I've ever used have been beauty counter, but I will not buy them anymore. now that I know that they're an MLM. Yay! Um, yeah. Like, I'm like, I, I just can't. And they're very, we saved one. We saved I know, one. <laughs> I know. I like feel bad, but I'm like, oh, well, but yeah. So like, I knew a ton of people that were selling it. And I actually like met this random girl on Instagram who I like talk to all the time now. Um, I don't even remember how I met her. It was through like a zero waste, like I think she owned a zero waste store or something like in Florida. And then she started selling beauty counter and was like kind of doing it like with her store. So I think I was following her store or something. It was something like that. And so I, and she was like sending me samples and I was like, I really like all these products actually. Like they're great. So I'm just going to order some stuff from her. Then I ordered some stuff from like other people I knew and like, I don't know. So I got like super into the beauty counter stuff, but then this other consultant would message me and be like, Hey, like you should consider joining. And like, you could be under me and blah, blah. blah. And I was like, I'm like going to have a baby like next week, actually. So I'm all set. I'm not going to like join this. Um, and she's like, Oh, okay. Like have fun having a baby. And I was like, okay. And then basically like shortly thereafter was when I discovered MLMs and that I was like, okay, I dodged another bullet somehow. Like, I don't know how I kept getting out of these when I've been exposed to so many MLMs, but somehow made it out. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's like pretty much the last like major encounter I had. Um, and if you want to like briefly talk about Plexus, (laughs) that was kind of like a while ago, but, um, well, I do because I do. And I don't like, cause one of our mutual friends was under me and I remember being like like you have such a good personality for sales like (laughs) like like you're bubbly you're fun you you already have a brand because like you love pink and like cute stuff and like like you know like you already have like your own built-in brand and like so like I remember being like she would be perfect Oh my God. So I will say like, I do not remember you like quote unquote preying on me at all. Like, I don't even really remember you trying to sell to me. I only remember the teacher appreciation gift that you sent me. So you like, like that was Arbonne. Oh, then I don't remember Plexus at all. Hmm. I really don't. Maybe because like, it's just not like, what do they even sell? It's like the pink drink and I don't drink anything except water. So that must be why. Yeah. It's like like vitamins and stuff. Okay. So that's probably why I just kind of like tuned it out then. And like, so I didn't really ever find people to be annoying about stuff Did you say you don't take pills? No, I said, I don't drink things other than water. And like, I guess with vitamins, like I already take a vitamin. So like, what would I, I don't need a different vitamin, you know, like, I don't know. I I guess that's a weird, like common way of thinking of like, I don't need that. So I'll just ignore it. And I like still followed you and like talked to you, but right. I do not remember you selling Plexus. It's Arbonne actually that I remember. Yeah. And um, I remember like you messaged me and were like, hey, like I just want to do something for teacher appreciation day and like send all my teacher friends like a little gift. Like, what's your address? And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, and I knew you're selling Arbonne. So I figured it was like something, but I didn't really know what Arbonne was. And I was like, oh, it's probably like makeup or skincare or something yeah. like cool. And then when it arrived and it was like um, the first. Yeah. And like, I was like, okay, well, obviously she doesn't know that like, I do not drink like tea or like weird, not weird, but like I literally only drink water. So like 
I was just like, okay, well, like that was like a super nice gesture. And then I like threw them out. Yeah. And like, that was it. And like, I obviously I didn't buy anything from you. And like, I didn't think anything of it. Like, I, cause I was like, that was nice. Like, yeah. She was trying to do something, but like, it is not useful to me. So I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. Um, and obviously I didn't say anything about it until way later when you were like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing that I was doing all these things. And I was like, <laughs> wait, yes. <laughs> I like when you were like, I have all this product and I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, throw it away. Like I did. Yeah. Um, I still have some, I still have a lot actually. I'm, but I like, mean, I'm in this weird spot now where I'm like, I don't want to, like, I feel so wasteful throwing everything away, but also I don't want to give it to anyone because like, what I if know. you give it to somebody and all of a sudden they love Arbonne oh my God. and then they want to buy Arbonne and I'm like, no, I can't make somebody else like Arbonne. <laughs> I think that you can throw it away and not worry about the waste because simple little people like us are not the reason that we have a climate crisis and that we have like waste crisis. <laughs> so you can, you have my blessing to throw it away <laughs> and we will not judge you. <laughs> I like, well, now I like have some stuff left and I'm like, I can definitely make some co- sort of like cool TikTok with all this shit, but I don't know what it is. So I'm just kind of God. holding it, waiting for it to happen. One day you'll get the idea and you'll be like, I finally have it. It's like the Boston Tea Party. You're like throwing it all into the ocean. Like, I just got to get rid of this, like on international waters. I don't even know. Oh my God. Um, wow. And I still okay, like so Arbon. Yeah. I still use or, the wait. skincare. Wait, go ahead. I was just saying, I still like use the skincare too, because it costs so much yeah. money. Yeah. I and still I have like, some beauty counter stuff that I'm like, I'm still going to use the rest of it, but I'm not going to reorder it, obviously. Right. Exactly. Like, it's just like, every time I look at like my fiance too, every time he like sees it, he's like, get rid of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's so oh angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause it also like, it's like a, a visible reminder of like the money that you have like literally burned. Yeah. Like, like, oh, actually, you know what? This was one other thing about um, Osborne that I always think of when I hear you talking about, I think it was the Plexus convention mm-hmm. that you like spent all this money on. Right. Yeah. And so when I was in Osborne, it must've been, I must've joined like right around the time of convention. And my upline was like, oh my God, you have to come. And I was like, oh, like, where is it? And like, again, like I have no idea what MLMs are no clue that like, this is like a whole like nationwide thing. She's like, it's in Tulsa or like something like that. And I was like, what? Like I went to Oklahoma. And <laughs> she was like, yeah, it's like going to be so much fun though. And like, I was just like, what? Like, does she think I'm going to fly to Oklahoma right now? Like what? So yeah, like, I just, I always think of that when you're like, I went to convention and I'm just like, I literally laughed in her face when she asked me to go to convention. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. Like I, I, I thought of it, like my whole like team and like upline, like we all like would go to the bar every Thursday and like, yeah. we were very, um, drinking focused. Oh my God. So like we went to Vegas and we were all just like, we're just going to get drunk by the pool. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, See, that's like- a difference. I didn't know anyone in my upline or anything. Cause it was like literally this woman from Oklahoma. I have no idea how she was like having this party for like my friend that lives near me, but like, that's how I got on that team. It was like a random person. Cause again, I just wanted the discount, but like, I guess if I were on a team that was like my friends who I was like going out with, I would have been like, yeah, let's go to Oklahoma. That's random. That's fun. Like we yeah. can go on vacation together, but like, I would have thought of it as a vacation. Like I wouldn't right. have been like, I can build my business. Like Right. Which many people think. And it stinks too because like I was thinking the whole time I was like, oh, 
like it's a vacation, but for work. So, but like I saved all of my energy for the Plexus event versus like I didn't do anything in Vegas. I went to one bar that was like a speakeasy type thing. Mm-hmm. That was like the funnest thing I did besides like go to the pool. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And also, oh. I will talk about this anytime I talk about convention. There was this like really great burrito place <laughs> in the hotel. So that was like the only thing I cared you didn't about. You need to leave the hotel. Yeah, I did. I didn't. I, like I, I literally just had a burrito here. every single day. Oh my god! I think I did hear you talk about that, or like I don't know. I feel like I remember you being like, "I went like to Vegas and literally ate burritos. Like <laughs> I didn't go to like any cool restaurant. Like I literally just ate burritos in from the, the food court." Oh my god. <laughs> That, oh they were fantastic. God. I will go back hey, to that God. hotel just for the burritos. <laughs> so you did get something good out of Plexus. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Best burrito of your life that you'll think about forever. Yep. Oh my God. That is too funny. So yeah, all of this to say, I feel like I have mostly just always been a consumer of like products and MLMs, whether that be because I feel bad for people or because like it was truly a good product that I like just loved. Um but somehow I managed to escape all the like debt and just like weird, like cult stuff. Like I have like really been fascinated hearing about like all the culty stuff that like other people on your podcast have talked about. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like I, I will say like, I did not ever feel like weird pressure, like from us born of like hop on this call. Like, I don't even know if there was calls. Like, I don't think there was, or there was no pressure to join them at least. Right. So like, I will say that that, like when you're always like, oh, like what's the worst MLM in your opinion? And people are like Amway or like whatever. Like I will say Usborn seems to be one of the better ones in terms of like the culty stuff. Um, Or at least your team was. At least, yeah, that's true. At least my team was, or maybe they could just tell from the beginning, I was not at all invested. So like they didn't bother, but that doesn't really feel like MLM to not bother. I I still signed up. I don't know. Yeah, I know. You said yes to one thing, which means they can get you to say yes to something else. Very true. Because then I did have a couple parties and like, do I like, I did send messages that I was like, this is so weird. Like, why am I asking this random person that doesn't even have kids if they want to attend this book party? But like, I guess I'll send it, whatever. Like, maybe they will, maybe they do have a kid in their life that I don't know about, but it just always felt weird. And like, I just wasn't comfortable with it. So I ended up stopping so soon. I had one person reach out to me about the books and I was literally like, so like, I was like, I don't have kids. And they were like, you don't need kids. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh my God. They would always push that. They'd be like, oh no, like adults love our books too. They could buy a crossword puzzle book or something. And I was like, why are they going to buy a crossword puzzle book from you? Like they can just go to the Dollar Tree and get a crossword puzzle book. (laughs) It was very weird. Like, cause it was pretty much like books for little, little kids. And then like even high schoolers, it was really hard. Like there was only a few, like there were some graphic novels and like a couple books that were for high schoolers, but like very specific genres. And So it would be like, anytime somebody asked in the group, oh, a high schooler, every single response would be the same exact books, no matter what their interests were or anything, they would be like, here's the books for high school. And like, I was just like, that's, see, that's not like personalized at all. Like that's not books that that person will like, it's just books for that age group. And that's not all what they're shopping for. But yeah, the, the whole like, oh, you don't have to have kids. Like adults love our books too. And I'm like, I mean, this is true. I do love their books, but like for kids, like I want 
them for my students. Like I didn't have a kid at the time, but like I bought them literally for school for my classroom library. <laughs> so like, I don't know, it was just so weird. Yeah. And I, I think the person knew that I was like a therapist for adolescence. And I was like, they were like, but you can like use it in therapy. And I was like, no, like, like what do you think I do in therapy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have some books for like little, little kids, but like, first of all, I don't even like working with little, little kids. Like that's yeah. not my thing, but like, do you think I'm going to read to a high schooler? Yeah. Something that's not off of Google or from TikTok? I know. I know. Like, <laughs> that's so groundbreaking in these books. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That is actually really funny. Cause yeah, I definitely messaged a couple people and then I was like, that's weird. Like, stop. I just didn't do it again. <laughs> well, you know what? That's better than, you know, like, I'm glad that you saw that and stopped. at the time I definitely didn't know I didn't really know like why it was wrong but like now that I'm hearing all these stories I'm like oh like because it's predatory (laughs) like what so I'm like thank god I just like didn't care about it at all right and like a lot most people like because your uplines being like no this is great this is great this is great like push through that feeling of yeah like I don't want to do this like I feel weird doing this so like yeah it's not great. Yeah. Which again, I just really feel like it's because I was not intending to make money off of it. Like that wasn't my goal. So I was just like, eh, I just want the discount. (laughs) I'm just here for that. Yeah. So it worked out, but yeah, it is really wild hearing all these stories and being like, like realizing things that have happened to me in the past and like being like, oh, that person was totally in an MLM. And like, that is why they were doing these weird things. Um, but yeah, I've learned a lot from your podcast. I actually didn't listen to podcasts until you sent me, or like you started talking about life after MLM. I listened to like a couple of LuLaRoe ones and then I was kind of like, okay, like I still am not like super into podcasts. And then like, I, I'd have listened to every single one of your podcasts. I like, I don't know why I'm like addicted to hearing like random people that I don't know talk about random MLMs, but I'm just like so fascinated by it. And like, it's kind of similar uh. to like the true crime yeah thing that like happens because like we're constantly searching for things that are a danger to us so (laughs) um we're constantly searching and assessing so listening to podcasts listening to true crime listening to anti-mlm it all falls in the same category of trying to protect yourself and making sure you're not going to fall for like the same things that other people fell for oh that makes sense oh my gosh yeah Oh man, all the QAnon stuff also, I was like, oh my God, like that is yeah, really creepy. <laughs> I know. And I had never realized how much QAnon stuff there was, but I really hope, I, I not really hope that there are more, but I hope that more people come forward, I guess is what I'm trying to yeah. say and talk yeah. about their stories with that, because I think it's really important that we talk about it. And like, I know I do have like quite a few episodes that touch upon it. But I really want to show like, this is a problem. Yeah. Cause I had no idea about that. Like, and I can see it, like, if it starts off like basically harmless, like, mm-hmm. do you guys think aliens are real? Yeah. And then it like leads to this like wild stuff that you're just like, wait, how did we get here? But it's like a, a little entry point and then they like I was like how are how do people end up on chats with a thousand people but like it obviously didn't start that way so I don't know that I found that very fascinating yeah it is it is very interesting yeah all right so 
I've decided to add a new closing. I've been like playing with like questions and stuff, <laughs> but I think I finally found the one that I'm gonna have stick. Um, what is your why for why you are anti-MLM? Oh my gosh, okay. Oh, and, and like background to this, like, you know, in MLMs, you have to have your why, yeah. <laughs> like, have a why that makes you cry or whatever. Because of LuLaRoe, like, yeah. <laughs> I feel oh, like God. having a why we are anti-MLM is like important. Like it doesn't have to make you cry. <laughs> oh my God. You want it to, but. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, well, like I said, you are like the person who introduced me to anti-MLM and also like just what an MLM even is. So, um after hearing like all the stories, I'm just like, okay, there are other ways to support your friends than buying like a cheap product that you don't want. And like, when I buy something from them, it gives them like false hope of like, my business is like succeeding and I'm doing great. And like, that's, I know that it's not. So I'm like doing them a disservice. So I guess my why would be like to protect all the people that I like, well, not even just that I know, but like just all the people that are like falling for these scams and like losing money and losing relationships and like all the things that I've heard. I'm just like, this is so sad. Like, I just don't want people to have to like go through that. And like, I also don't want them to like, then when they get out of it, like they must feel, and like, I know that you've mentioned, like you just feel this like immense guilt and like shame. And like, I just don't want people to feel that. So I'm kind of like starting to share some things, um, that are anti-MLM and like talk about it with like my friends. And like, I'm just like, I hope no one ever joins one that I know anymore. Like if I, like, I, I just don't want them to go through like the, the debt and the grief and like all the work that they put into it that ultimately they'll never be successful at. Yeah. I'm glad that you said, I actually just made a TikTok right before our podcast of talking oh. about why people should share anti-MLM content. Yeah. Um, because like, I think a lot of people like are really nervous to share um, because not a lot of people talk about it mm-hmm. and everyone wants to be supportive because MLM people have made this culture of like women supporting women and it's all fake, like women supporting yes. women and like boss babes and like like all of this toxic positivity. So you posting something that is against what they're doing feels Mm -hmm. like you're being a jerk. Right. And I still have like friends and family who are in MLMs. So it's like, when I post something, I'm like, this feels anti them and not anti MLM or like anti their business or whatever. Like it feels personal. Cause like, they're my friend. So like, I don't like, I'm like, Oh, am I like offending them? But like, yeah, shouldn't be like, but I, I know. And, and like the thing is, is like, um, you worked at like TJ Maxx, right? Yeah, Home Goods, Home Goods. <laughs> um, you worked at Home Goods. If somebody told you that they didn't like Home Goods, would you react the way that people react when somebody <laughs> says they don't want to buy an MLM product? No, I would probably be like, that's weird. Everyone loves Home Goods, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I would just be like, okay, yeah. Like, I mean, I definitely make minimum wage like, <laughs> as a company, not super on board with home goods either. But my my personal store bosses were amazing. But I'd be like, yeah, that tracks. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, people are like, no, like my product is the best product. And I'm like, it's literally the same product of like any other 
you know, right. skincare or any other whatever. Yeah, people do react like very dramatically, but so like I mean, in the long run, yeah, you probably are quote unquote offending people, but it's because yeah. they're like so brainwashed. And like once they start to see people posting more, if like we can get more people to post about how MLMs are bad, like it doesn't have to be the content that's more sassy. Like yeah. it can be just like the bite model or mm-hmm. um like, I mean, you're friends with me on both my personal account yeah. and my, like, my personal account is much more, like, these are reasons why MLMs are bad. Yeah, yeah. My, like, uh, this account, um, what is the name of my podcast? <laughs> what is the human? <laughs> the humans Instagram, like, I'll reshare all of my friends that make sassy stuff. Yeah. Like, everyone that's there is there because of- That's what they're there for. Yeah, right, that makes exactly. sense. So I don't have any issues sharing that stuff right. down that space because like we all think the same for the most part. Right. Um, but like when I'm posting my personal stuff, I'm trying to keep it very educational and light and it's not anything directed towards a certain company for the most part. Right. Um, and it's just like these, <laughs> like the FPC says, or yeah. like... <laughs> You know, it that's a lot easier to post yeah. than the sassy stuff. The sassy stuff I would expect to hear back from. I haven't actually yeah. personally had any backlash at all. That's great. I know. It's been almost four months now. Nothing. No. <laughs> well, and even before that, before I started the podcast, I was still speaking out too. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's true. Just like on my personal account. So like it's probably it's been like six months I think over six months awesome. and nothing so I guess good. this is my message to people yeah. like there is a very good chance that no one will say anything to you <laughs> that's true that's true they're well, just I'll gonna be angry more. and scroll past <laughs> I know that's true I will start sharing more that is Yay. that is my commitment right here <laughs> yes <laughs> all right everyone um thank you Kira so much thank you and um if anyone wants to be on the podcast I talked about that at the beginning so let me know and have a good night bye